Ooh, starting out already with all a chat gang popping off. I see Tomb King Tristan already dropping a thousand relentless dad points to remind everyone that chat gang ain't nothing to mess with. I am, of course, the magical Mr. Mephisto. Welcome to the best damn Soulbound show, the tabletop RPG stream where, where some of your favorite content creators from across the Age of Sigmar community play Soulbound together. I will, of course, be your GM. I am joined tonight by only two of our players, the the inimitable Vince Venturella and the illustrious Chuck Moore from Strength Hammer. How's it going, gentlemen? Good, man. Right on. Yeah, doing well. And a uh, special shout out to Tristan for uh, his uh, his looking out for me again. <laughs> uh, Tristan, Tristan got your back. <laughs> uh, I see Rocco in there. I see Mars in there. Um, a lot of a lot of folk, a lot of folks, a lot of the regulars. So tonight we're gonna uh, we don't have a full party, so it won't be a full session. Uh, but uh, we are kind of in the middle of a. Uh, transitional period in our story, so I do want to kind of maintain some of the momentum we had uh, from from a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to try my best to not let too many game sessions or too many weeks go by without at least some form of a game session because uh, it's just fun to play games, and uh, this is good for my mental health, the creative outlet, the conversation, all of it. So yeah, I mean it's a shame that the that the ogre's not here. He's useful. He's useful. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> The, the dwarf, the dwarf, eh. <laughs> Fine. The, the dwarf is the quintessential buff wagon, though. Like, he is literally the, the like, when when a hag queen was at its most OP or old school aether chemist in old KO, like, just, like, that's, he's bringing that, that, like, the whole, the whole buff wagon with him. He is indeed. I can't argue with that logic. All right, but you don't ever do offensive stuff in combat, so, like, you never see his bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> what skig does skig can please keep doing because i'm gonna keep making terrible mistakes every time you burn soul fire to like aoe down a room i'm just like i'm just gonna see how many of these you've got until you have to fight them the honest way so i hope not i would take a while <laughs> all right um so so when when last we left off i'm gonna leave the recap to the party because i always like to hear it through the player's lens uh, what exactly had happened, uh, the last adventure, and, and where we are. We won. Big win, the big W, yeah. there it is. Mm -hmm. Anvilgard was saved. We saved Anvilgard, yeah, I mean, short story, yeah, that's really about the long and short of it. Last time we fought a vermin lord, uh, put the machinations of the Skaven to rest, and, you know, wrapped up with all the other, the other things that kept Anvilgard safe. So I think we can all agree that for the foreseeable future... There's no potential possible right. way that Anvil Guard could be destroyed. It is now 100%. a safe city. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's gonna be a boring time in Anvil Guard. The for... threats have passed. Yeah, yeah. Nothing bad could ever possibly happen to Anvil Guard. All the threats have been removed uh, for the foreseeable mm -hmm. future. Um, it's done, and the party is sort of on their way now. You were sort of given directions to this tower where somebody knows about Realmstones. Um, uh, but also some stuff sort of happened in the downtime between the party, uh, or for the party. Uh, first off, uh, Tom essentially has a flashback or a vision. Uh, Fiergrim has a flashback or a vision. I will reveal that at a later date when we, when, you know, he's here and we're all able to interact with that. Um, but the long and the short of it for the purposes of kind of getting the bearings for the party is that, uh, he recognized, uh, the gore train orc uh and it mm -hmm. triggered this memory of nihilus when nihilus was a good guy and uh i'll leave it at that and sure. his previous soulbound group so he has a lead sort of uh like like a path a type thing to do you've got path b with the tower and lanessa also sort of read the letter uh you'll remember from about it should have been about three adventures ago uh, from from mm -hmm. Avender, yep. but like the city was in the middle of being sieged. It was go go go, rush rush rush, fight fight fight. Lanessa finally had a time to sort of sit down whilst packing her belongings. Uh, you know, at the temple, having the the claw, uh, having that that fist modified, um, was able to like kind of put that all together um, and sit down and like actually read. So uh, I'm going to ask. 100 drops from you 
to have that modified into essentially like a power gauntlet um that like it's going to effectively add plus one armor uh whilst you wield it, but you are going to do one less damage with the sickle in that hand. Okay, so it's not going to be a traditional shield. No. Oh, you're back down to just good defense. Yep, back to good. Comes and goes. Oh, were you hoping for a traditional shield? I was just making a traditional shield. I wasn't making it something special. Oh. No, it's uh, like so. You it, you uh you you dual wield. You can dual wield your sickles. Um, the sickle just simply does one less damage. So I think your sickles do uh, S plus one. Uh, the sickle in that hand will yeah. do S. Uh, but then you gain. You enjoy okay. one armor. Gotcha. Theoretically, theoretically, you're like blocking it. Yeah, I'm not, not, not upset by it. <laughs> uh, you can't. You, it's no longer a shock gauntlet. It's just this is the the oversized sleeve gauntlet that goes shoulder to like knuckles. Mm -hmm. This is the anime. Like you've gone full anime now. Like <laughs> you have the the you have the one huge like gauntlet. Um, Makes sense. Is this the beach party episode? Um, no, no. We have the hot springs and the beach party episode are scheduled for later. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, right now this is the uh, well. I'll let you find that out shortly. Episode. Um, so you you basically exchange the hundred drops. You got the raw materials. The temple is able to rig something up for you to where you you now have this sort of like uh, rock gauntlet. If you if you would like. Better than a rock lobster. Yeah. Rock yep. Debate debatable. Uh, you can call it what you want. This is a a a, a tincture of your design. I'm calling it a canine shield. There you go. All right. Um. So you have this canine shield, uh, uh, fashioned for you. Um, the party is assumed to have like uh sort of purchased some stuff, say their goodbyes. Um, Skig, do you do anything of of note while you're in the city? Uh, before you kind of head out on one of these bearings, not really. I mean, I'll like I uh, if the if Stormcast Lady presents herself, I'll certainly say goodbye to her. But Skig would never feel like he's worthy to just go pop in and talk to her. Uh, but I mean, what Skig is primarily doing is trying to help put the city back together. A lot of people were probably injured, have had their homes just and their lives disrupted, and Skig is trying to spread word of the God King and uh, show. Sigmar's beneficence by helping people out, like, you know, helping them get back to their normal lives. So healing the sick and and making sure oftentimes in the wake of a battle like this, where fresh water and things like that can be hard to get a hold of, disease can start breaking out. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, Skig will be making sure that that stays in check, stopping any diseases before they start. You know, all those sorts of things. Just doing, doing healer stuff. Okay. Um, so th this would have been a point in time where you would have been capable of doing some endeavors. There was a little bit of a down period. Um, I think you mentioned you wanted to do the thing where you like reduce the doom in the area and correct. And that's that, 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 which I assume is basically what I just described. Exactly what you just described. Yeah. So you, you go down, you drop that doom out of the area, and you know uh, things are sort of like back to Anvil Guard normal. Um, mm -hmm. And I really, I really need to like kind of mention that I think the fact that Skig. If ever there were a city to be like, oh yeah, like a good Skaven, <laughs> it would be Anvil Guard because they're already kind of like the surly, uh, you know, run by like brigands, black market, you know, they're already kind of like the hard-nosed, tough city. And so if ever sure. there was a place for you to begin a reputation, I think this was just incidentally great. Um, and so by this point in time, the like legend of a party with a Skaven of Sigmar an ogre who doesn't eat people that you know of and like a dark elf and a like the and and even the like the weird skeleton or the guy in the skeleton armor they're calling it essentially at this point like mm -hmm. it, like it's it's that 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 reputation has grown beyond anvil guard if such a, a such a thing existed you have a reputation score of 2 it has gone All from right. local to right. to uh to sort of like extended local and regional um, cool. So it's very awesome. Another one somewhere. There's an artist like painting Skig in the middle of Anvil Guard. It will be his magnum opus when he's yeah. done. Yeah. 
I saw Skig once. He healed me and gave me water. <laughs> um, After the witch elf stabbed me. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, uh, it, it, basically, like, do that. Um, this is at the point in time where I feel like, Lanessa, you have an opportunity. Like, you're kind of discussing, all right, we need to figure out where Nihilus is going. Um, we don't quite have a heading. And I think this is where, like, you have an opportunity. You've read the note by this point in time you're kind of standing at the gates you have a you have a heading you even like uh um the uh tamia actually like comes up with a like a, a cart and a, a pair of fire ponies or whatever <laughs> um to offer you we were, on your journey we requested we request requested normal horses and their their rarity yeah yeah the the opulence of having two horses to pull this cart um is 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 it doesn't go unnoticed by the citizens of of Anvilgard. Oh, they have horses. Um and so you have like a cart with a pair of horses and uh big big winter is no doubt like eyeing up the two horses. He's like, well we don't need two horses, do we? <laughs> and uh and and like the the you know it's like a little like sort of like classical sort of like closed wagon type thing with a little like a uh rack on top for like some stuff and like a, a couple a little like sort of backwards bench and a small landing on the back so really humble sort of standard uh you turn of the century like victorian style uh not not like merchant cart more of like a, a riding type thing with some storage space um you could probably bunk on the inside a little bit the skaven certain uh, the uh, skig certainly could and lanessa probably could but um so just a meager thing um of uh, like with a decent rugged build and you see the little like affectations of of the hand of 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 the sigmarite sort of uh design to it and everything so it's got the you know some sigmar uh, iconography and it, you know like little it's got a little panache it, it almost it's a little stylish um so tammy actually presents you with this uh, as you're about to leave uh she pushes her her spectacles up on her nose um uh, tucks the book back into her uh, you know, back inside of her robes, and, uh, um, I can never thank you enough, Skig, and, and your friends, um, so hopefully this is, it makes your journey, um, a bit more bearable and, and expedient, because, um, I know Sigmar has big plans for y'all. Well, he already has. We're always glad to help and glad we were here. If you ever need us again, uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll be back. I'm sure the city will be fine. So for a little while, I think we've stopped the major threat. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll return once we get these other items sorted out. She nods. Um, you have your directions to the tower. It's not too far, uh, far from here, um, should you seek understanding of the realm stones. Um, Nihilus seems to, by all of our scouts' reports, and she, like, gestures to, like, a Stormcast with, like, a particularly, like, huge bird on his, like, arm. Um, by all our accounts, uh, we've seen, we haven't seen much evidence left of, of Nihilus nor any of his retinue, uh, she says. Um, she also hands you a book, um produced from, like, the opposite side of her robe, not the, like, weird romance novel or whatever she's reading. Um, she, it is, it appears to be uh, some uh, scripture of Sigmar from the actual libraries of uh, of, of Anvilgard. Cool. <laughs> That's the best response. <laughs> I, I don't like Skig doesn't have much of a response he just like bows deeply and, and takes them and is honored but he doesn't know what to say um, other than like oh this is um, uh, thank you uh, mayhaps we'll see each other again one day she smiles uh, sort of primly are they like rolled up oh yeah like it's the full like furled up like you know it's like the first like couple installments of of like the sigmar scriptures and they describe him being a total badass and and stuff there might be some so hidden just, gems. just straight up history that's fine yeah i mean skig will will absolutely read through those um you know at his as as he's on the road right 
Mm -hmm. Uh, so, but for now he just takes them and tucks them into his pack. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, as, uh, as, uh, Skig is, is getting his, his wonderful gift. Lenissa walks over to, uh, one of the gates, like the frames of the gates outside the city, takes one of her spare daggers and drives it into the wall and carves her name beneath of it in elven runes, as is the tradition of the cult whenever they leave the city. It stays there until... Context. It stays there until we return. Okay. Uh, so when you come back to the rubble, see your seal. Got it. The <laughs> <laughs> dagger bear is still be there. Um, yeah. I yeah. tell her one more time, like, thank you, I bow all the way down before, and, you know, like, I, like Skig is very in awe by her still. Like, he doesn't know how to deal with, with her, you know. Um, she, at this point, uh, actually, like, dips down on a knee and, like, grabs both of Skig's hands and, like, and, like, kind of, like, lifts him so that, like, he's forced to, like, see her in the face. She says, um, this is no longer necessary. You have... Mm. You have exercised. Wait, you have exercised Sigmar's will, with the 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 greatest humility. To the furthest ends any man, elf, or dwarf ever has. Um, and like you've saved this city. I'm not certain I could have were you not here. And she like sort of bids you to stand up with her. Next time we meet as equals. Uh, 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 um, well, I, I hope we meet again. And then he, he kind of like quickly shakes her hands and then like he shakes her hands with both yeah. claws. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of like scurries away embarrassed. Uh, she she uh, sort of like says something to to Fiergrim that's not quite heard by the the sort of the main POV of the party right now. Uh, Fiergrim just nods, um, and then he actually goes and sort of helms the cart. Um, Big Winter sits on the back, and the whole back end just kind of lurches, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> where you would put like the yeah, extra trucks or whatever. Um, and um, is the cart is a cart starts rolling away, Lanissa has to run to catch up. It stays a little extra longer by uh, the gates of Amgard than probably she should have. <laughs> uh, Myriad, you see sitting, like, sort of, like, uh, half Lotus, uh, like, on top of the, like, on top of the cart, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Like, sitting half Lotus, and then, um, like, there's, like, a butterfly, like, lands in his hand, and, like, he's got the, like, bags, the extra bags and trunks around him, and he just, like, kind of, like, regards it, and then, like, kind of flits up, and uh, for the first time, you see like a, a, a sort of unblemished sun shining through all the like mists, and it like kind of flits through, and then the cart uh, winds down the sort of main merchant path, kind of leading into it. And obviously, you got the the docks to the other side um, as you exit the city. Cool. Uh, I mean, once we get rolling, I will take out the scrolls and read. Like that's a pretty high priority for Skig. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, you know, on the journey. As we're, as we're rolling and everyone's kind of doing their thing, I kind of sort of nobody, I pull out, uh, a piece of paper, um, to inform the party. I think I have a lead of where we can pick up Nihilus's trail from Avenger. And, uh, does anyone know where the Clavis Rift is at? This Never is the farthest I've ever been outside of Anvil Guard, and you know, Anvil Guard's still within spitting distance. <laughs> yeah, sure. We can just like you turn around; it's right there. You still see it. This is going to be yeah. one of those Hobbit moments. Yep. Yep. This is the farthest <laughs> I've ever been from the Shire. But uh, I, I, I share openly what's in this note um, that. This could also lead me to my mother. Oh, that's good. Okay. Well, we should find I, her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Let's let, let's find her. Um, 
But yeah, this um, Clavis Rift, uh, or it's also called the Ibors, would be another name that he hinted at here. Uh, a potential of a uh, Storm Vault. I'm not sure okay. what that is fully. But, you know, speaking as Lanessa. Um, I think this is where the party would roll a die and add skig, certainly. you, As you're currently studying the the Litanies of Sigmar, Volume 1, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you might even see, you know, at the, you know, you're kind of sorting them out, and maybe in, like, the last one, there's, like, you just see Stormvolt written once type thing. Um, so this will be a, uh, gosh darn it, I, I misplaced my book again. I mean, it's certainly mined. I think there's actually a uh, like uh, lore religion. It's religion. There's an actual religion scale, as I recall. Um, it's not called religion. There is theology. Is that yeah. what you're thinking of? Yeah, theology. There you go. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I got one success. And I just said that she wouldn't know too much, so I'm not gonna roll. I'll just claim zero successes. You've heard barely a rumor, barely barely a legend that Sigmar, uh, during the time of myth, essentially uh, had these sort of hidden chambers across the mortal realms. Um, I think in terms of the myth with amazing treasures, the greatest treasures ever. That's the framing I mean, unit. Of, unit I don't know heard. much about it. The the rumor was that Sigmar kept a bunch of, you know, pretty incredible stuff in it. Like basically stuff from across the realms that he had won in battle or whatever, I guess. I don't really know much about him, but it's probably useful. I'll say that. It could be. Uh Avender seems to be weary of the at least the location of where this might be at, so I'm not sure if it, if that would mean that uh, there's booby traps or anything of the sort, or if it's just a terrible hellish place that it's located uh, it's probably both if these things were meant to be secure sure. i mean they'll be traps so always are you mentioned the the locale or the location uh, everyone can lore, roll a lore mind and including you even if like you've studied something in the temple if the the terminology he mentioned you've heard before two successes two um so the Things that Lanessa brought up is a place called the Clavis Isles, um, mm-hmm. which are in uh, in the Vitriol Sea. Um, within them, there is something known as the Clavis Rift, or the Eye. Um, okay. Legend has it that this is... Not legend, uh, you know, like, your readings tell you um, that this is a... This might be a realm gate that, like, corn controls. Okay, and it's pretty much the one of the most dangerous places on all of Akshi. Cool. Um, all right. To so get there, you got to be a seafarer. I'll repeat that information. It is a corn-controlled realm gate. And our our plan would be to run straight for it. I mean, pretty much. I see no reason not to. Um, but it's it what is. What would we fear from the servants of of corn? <laughs> only that it's a realm gate and their entire legions march from it uh, continue a good chance to disrupt to disrupt their demonic forces and the forces of chaos in the realms I think it's definitely something we should do now I'm much more excited about going not that I wasn't interested in finding your mother because of course I was but now that I hear we'll also get to disrupt corn worshippers now I'm definitely interested I've never tested myself against the worshippers of corn. Should be, should be exciting to see Cain triumph over that weaker god. You know, not for nothing, but uh, you know, there's some similarities there. That ever been discussed in your temple? Lanissa just glares over at Skig and goes on a uh, a uh, almost like a triggered tirade about how. There is no similarities between corn and cane. It, it, any any of that is nonsense. 
Uh, full care. Her ter- she gets Karen hair. It's it's full on. Where's your manager's gig? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see this is a touchy subject for you. But, uh... That's why I didn't mention it in the note, because I kind of uh, figured this would come up. And uh, I- I'm tired of having to explain myself to those who don't understand the different subtleties of murder and blood ritual between Corn and Cain. Um, you'll know from your check that Hammerhall might be, so you're, you're sort of like to the Northern section of the great parch, um, Mm -hmm. North middle, you know, um, there's some flanks and there's some crazy stuff. Um, Hammerhall is sort of well to the South of you. Um, there's some stuff between, but Hammerhall is going to be your best sort of, uh, place to sort of like get to and then consequently um sort of try to plunge forth if you wish to go to the eye okay uh, it's still a journey so beyond that but, but but hammerhall is the 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 sort of main city that you'd, you'd hit if you're if you're heading that way okay do we, do we want to head straight for this or do we want to seek out that tower that uh we were given about the realm stone well, we're on the we're on the road to the tower right now, right? Like yeah. that's our current heading. And it just so happens to be. I mean, it's a little it's a little more east than you'd like, but it it is it is south of of Anvil Guard. Um, okay. okay. So it's you just got to like go a little bit out of your way to hit it, and then you can get back on the path heading towards Anvil Guard. You mean toward Hammerhall? Oh, sorry, Hammerhall. Uh, yeah, Hammerhall. Sorry. It's all good. No respect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense that we we do this, especially because it's not that far out of our way, and then we just head straight on from there. Hopefully, with some more information as to what exactly is going on. That works for me. Big winner. Linus just kind of leans back and. What do you think? Hard. You guys on board? Uh, All right, great. They voted yes. Yeah, yeah. Feargrim like looks listlessly at the horizon, and he's like, "I've seen some shit." And <laughs> like, but yes, I vote yes. <laughs> he Big winner, how would you like to eat some corn people? Uh, you know, they have lots of dogs. One might say that you could eat lots of corn dogs if we go. Oh! Oh! <laughs> um, I've never had a corn dog, he says. Like, like staring distantly, but not the same way Fjörgrim is. Not brood, brooding, but hopeful of what the possibility of what a corn dog could possibly be. He has no mm-hmm. idea. Like he's, he's never in, encountered this before. He just... What is this? Mm. So there you go. Having, having gotten interest from all party members to go, we're all set. Um... Myriad just simply, like, says, I go where my friends, we go where our friends go. And he does slip in, uh, slip up occasionally with a, with a, like, we, he did actually slip up with the I, and then he, he corrected as if there's, like, an individual personality fighting to get through or something. Okay. Well, hey, you or all of you? Uh, are there languages in the uh, in the mortal realms that have the conception of the difference between like you singular and you plural, like new and vu in French? Oh, I'm I'm certain there are. Um, sure. I mean, you have the common. Probably have that. You have the quote unquote common tongue. Right. Right. Like the standard, which recognizes a sort of general you is can be both you, know, you mm-hmm. singular and you both. Um, is the common parlance, but there are languages that have like a, you know, the distinctions, uh, myriads vernacular is weird because not just, uh, my RP doesn't live up to the fact that this is a character who has a bunch of different sort of entities within it, but also it's grasp of the current language you're speaking is long. It has long since changed beyond like the language it learned to even interact with you. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I get it. I'm, I, I, I understand. So, so, I mean, I'll say you, singular, or you, all of you. Uh, we're we're had to, happy to have you along, Mary. We hope you stay with us. It's been great. And you're you're helping out doing the God King's will, so it's really good. Uh, Myriad is now, like, has, like, a, a handful of, like, butterflies on 
on it and it doesn't quite know how to like interact with them. They're just like they've since like landed <laughs> on Myriad as he's been sitting there. Um and uh yeah, um so you you basically like wind towards the tower. Um it's about a three days journey um away. Uh you there's a main path that essentially like leads toward it. Um real quick, somebody in the chat asked how Skaven think of mothers. We don't. There's no conception of it really. Like we don't ever have like after your weaning period, which is very short, you don't have mothers and then you're just amongst the brood and you have to kill out to kill or be killed to survive. So like there's no real conception of it. But, but you know, I'm certainly aware of what other societies, how important it is. So, there you go. Back to you. All right. Um, so, uh, you basically decide to make for the heading uh, of, of the tower. Um, mm -hmm. I'd like to make sure we have a, a hot meal or two along the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we have many warm meals, yes. Right, yeah. So, there's many warm meals... Uh, and it doesn't take long before the sort of like food supplies uh, begin to diminish and uh, like y'all pull over the cart and uh, big winter sort of like lumbers uh, like you pull over you're making for camp on like the sort of like the second night away from uh, away from the city. Um, big winter goes off as a scout and hunter sort to sort of like gather uh, not just food for the party but. Uh, tons and tons of like food for himself. Uh, sure, I'd imagine Fjörgrim makes the fire for free by just being a fire slayer. Uh, and so there's just a fire suddenly somehow. Um, and uh, after a while, um, Fjörgrim comes back, uh, not to be confused with the maw pot he he carries on his back. Uh, you big, mean big winter comes big, back. Big winter comes back. I'm sorry. There, uh, Big Winter comes back. Um, that'd be confused with the kettle on his back. There's just sort of a party kettle that is maybe not as gnarly. <laughs> um, gotcha. And he begins uh, cooking for the party. And uh, he's got like on one shoulder, he's got like an entire uh, an entire blaze elk, which is like an elk that's twice the size and its antlers are on fire. And uh, mm -hmm. even after it's dead, like you can actually cook it on its own antlers. Uh, and it... Andy. Yeah, uh, and he, he basically like begins like brewing a stew, and you know you see him like throwing some grasses and some various spices uh, into it, and, and just fixing the whole party a warm meal. Um, he sips it with the pinky up from like a little uh, from like a little like uh, you know steel ladle type thing. Soup's done, he says. Fantastic. Well, I sidle up and eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, since I started hanging out with these guys, this is the best I've ever eaten in my life. So this is just like, these are just king's feasts every day. <laughs> yep. Partake and enjoy. He right. doesn't know what to do with all this abundance. All right. Uh, the entire party enjoying the soup. It actually tastes quite great. Uh, Big Winter is a fantastic chef. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, very good. A little bit of a rustic style. But quality food, really, really, you might even call it soul fire food. Indeed. Um, Feels like it gets right into the, right, right into your bones. Right into the cockles, you know, of, of, of your, of your yep. being. Maybe in the sub cockles, we're not really sure. Yes. Um, after a while... The party is sort of. I'd imagine you're conversing around the around the the dinner table, and um, at some point, big big winter just scoops up the entire pot under under his one arm and just like is using the ladle, you know, and eating from it directly. And you've all got your little like wooden bowls or whatever. Um, Skig, roll an awareness specifically. Actually, both of you roll awarenesses. Sure. Uh, Dn four. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is some good soup. I am looking at this soup and its deliciousness fully. <laughs> All right. 
very invested in the deliciousness of this soup. Skig, uh, you you pick up on some like subtle hints of like rosemary in it, perhaps uh, with your mm-hmm. with your good roll. Um, but then like you also like go and like you go to like take a scoop like kind of hungrily, and then you look up and then suddenly there's just two Lanissas sitting there. Okay. You take like, another. Yeah, there's just two Lanissas sitting like on the stump or whatever Lanissas at. And you can see the fire, and it begins to like crackle and like kind of weave up in a little sort of tapestry of lights. Um, it begins to cascade little uh, tinsels uh, and tendrils out into the night, and suddenly you find yourself like looking up at the trees as these wisps sort of flicker and flit about in the treetops, and then they start to like move in irregular patterns and weird. And you look back, and Lanissa is now four Lanissas, and they're all having a conversation with themselves. Okay. Lanissa, cool. what did you get out of your... Like, <laughs> I, got, I got zero, so I imagine I'm staring at the bottom of the bowl, yep. imagining that there's still soup there and how great it was. And my So my trip is looking at an empty bowl. Lanissa actually sort of does one of those, like, you're, you've been eating at an empty bowl for a while, and then Lanissa just kind of falls back. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Like, like it is just like like snoring or whatever. Like, <laughs> I, I have lots of conversations with all the Linuses. Um, after a while, uh, like after a while, like y- you see that the fire seems to like be growing as Feargrim's just like laughing loudly and just just completely drunk, and Big Winter is stoic, completely just. Like, fine, you see him in this moment, like, pick up, like, sort of a handful of mushrooms, like, hmm, needs more flavor, and throw, like, a handful of mushrooms that are, like, sort of weird-looking into the pot and just stir it up and start eating them. Um. <laughs> Meanwhile, Myriad's, like, doesn't eat, so, like, right. he, he just kind of points over at, like, the Lanessa, you don't see, like, Lanessa collapse, but... Myria just like points over at Lanissa, who is like collapsed and fallen over, and Big Big Winter just is, is, is on her back. <laughs> Lanissa's like on her back, bowl in her face, just laughing and snoring in like random order. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Big Winter and Myria like Myria just points at Lanissa. Big Winter just shrugs, and then like Myria just like shrugs too, but like a little bit slower. And um, after a moment, um, Skig, you two, uh, sort of like lose track of time and space for a moment. Sure. Um, I, uh, I go on the trip. I don't think I like, I could stop it, but I don't think I have any, any <laughs> presence of mind to do so. So I don't, um, Lanessa, uh, shoots up first. Uh, you're in a field with these oversized sort of like corn shoots. Um, it looks like it feels like you're underground and stuff. Um, uh, but and you see like little buildings scattered throughout, with these like corn shoots that are just almost as tall as the buildings and they're growing in irregular patterns around them. It looks a little bit like Anvil Guard, but also where you fell asleep, it's kind of weird and trippy. And you sort of like shoot up and one of like the, the corn stalks leans down toward you and then it like kind of like unfurls and opens before you and like a corpse falls out and then begins to pop and like all this like popcorn starts to go and then all the popcorn around you starts to explode. Um, and you start like running through the field as these corpses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, these are the funny corpses, not the like weird and macabre corpses. So like, they all have like weird twisted expressions on their faces and like, you know, like they don't look dead, dead. They just are inanimate and weird and contorted and stuff. And like very slapstick. Uh, <laughs> I, I dance with the corpses amongst the field of corn. Yeah, all right, and uh, and Skig, you come to in a field of like da- of like daisies and wildflowers and uh, and like a little like uh, the dandelion shoots that are like throwing their little spores out and everywhere, and the sky is just a rain a, a wavy rainbow behind you, and you see okay. uh, you see Dame. Uh, uh, Tamia before you and she's like Skig and her voice is disembodied and stuff and it is the beginning scene of uh, of uh, of Goofy Movie except with Skig and, and Tamia <laughs> I never saw Goofy Movie so that that's gonna that's gonna okay. miss me All right. I'm an old man we'll go a different direction go ahead 
No, that's fine. But I mean, I would assume Skig's normal response would be to like go run to her. Yeah, running and just like bounding through the fields and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Yep. Um, and in any case, uh, at some point, you're both in your own respective weird fields. Um, and we just like cut to the sober shot where it's just like the dead of night and like myriad <laughs> and like myriad and big winter are just walking behind the like weird stupid party <laughs> who are just like bungling about through the wilderness, you know, in their like weird trip. And like, they just like look at each other and he's like, I thought it was good soup. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and, uh. And then we cut back to the party and like uh like Lanessa and Skig are like holding hands and they're doing that thing where they're leaning away and spinning around each other, of course. Um of course uh Skig is hallucinating that, that Lanessa is 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 uh is Tamia right now and you're just like dancing with a corpse. Skig is like a corpse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh I'm yeah. Skig's super into it. This is an amazing vision. So yeah, he's he's good. This uh, is clearly a vision from the God King himself. No reason to no reason to not trust this and just get into it. Um, yep, Kane, Kane has blessed me this day. Like at some point, you both fall on your backs. You know, you're like laying down, like sort of head to head. And Skig, you see the face of Sigmar in the sky above. Uh, first, you mm -hmm. thought it was like the moon, but then it like quickly takes shape to be the face of Sigmar. Skig, my most chosen of chosens. I have uh, a yes. Yes, God King. How can I serve you? I have a task for you. What is it you need? I desire a shrub. Okay. A special shrub. It should be on fire at all times. It's pretty metal. I need it for reasons. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lanessa, you see the stars, you know, begin to like kind of like flit. You know, little falling stars, little shooting stars. Uh, but then it doesn't take long until they just become blood droplets and, like, they streak through the sky and it's the most beautiful sight you've ever seen. It's just, like, blood. Yeah, um, just but, the, but the moon remains ever-present and floating there. And, like, at, even as the sky is overcast and the rain droplets of blood and you, like, make little blood angels. Uh, not to be confused <laughs> with the 40 Wait, as, ones. As, <laughs> as one, As one does. As one does, blood storm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make blood angels. Yeah, you make blood angels. Uh, the moon begins to like sort of twist and stuff like that, and just looms ever bigger and bigger and bigger until it almost feels like your nose. It it becomes it's this sort of like crooked, this wicked crescent until it almost feels like your nose is touching the point of the moon. And similarly on Skig's side, the face of Sigmar eventually sort of melts away to this this wicked crescent moon, where you can see this almost like just sort of like cackling, twisted, weird face in the moon. And same thing, and then suddenly just like in your face. And uh, you both have a startlingly sober moment as the moon becomes less animated, less cartoonish, less trippy. And like you kind of blink and rub your eyes. You have no idea how long it's been. But you're actually looking up at this effigy of a moon. You find yourself okay. laying at the base of it. Um with this sort of like roughly moon shaped rocks and just, it was only the shadows making a face and big winter looks down and, uh, you actually see your see, see Fiergrim in the corner, uh, naked, but with like a, a shrubbery, uh, directly in front of his, like keeping him from being nude. So it's still PG 13, you know? And like, he's just sure. got like two giant tankards of ale and he's like smashed them both. And he's just like, Whoa. And he's just kind of like wobbling in place. Um, and big winner. I tell just... him to definitely keep that shrubbery, shrubbery, because Sigmar needs it, and we need to light it on fire. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you see this sort of like weird effigy, this 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 larger than life, uh, sort of roughly in like a crescent shape. It's a big stone, and it's you can see all these like mushrooms and stuff growing from it. And you can even see like where the where a couple fistfuls have been pulled from its base. Mm-hmm. And uh, Big Winter informs you, you've been out for three hours. Oh, wow. Didn't seem that long. Okay. Where did where did all the blood go? There was blood. There was lots of blood. It was good, it was good blood. The blood's gone. 
Yeah, the the popcorn you had like been like gathering along the way. It's just like leaves and crap <laughs> and like a couple of rocks. You can see like you still have like an actual. It's not a blood angel. It's a less interesting angel. But you have like a dirt and a dirt and underbrush angel that you've you know. Well, I will make sure to. I will cure us both of any remaining condition so that I'm in my right mind again. Yep. Uh, as well as, of course, uh, Pyrrhum, obviously. Uh, the cart and the campsite are nowhere to be seen. You've sort of lo like lost yourself in the woods and the wilderness, uh, and you find yourself before this this uh, this great sort of crescent shrine uh, with all the, the mushroom plumages uh, abound about hmm. it. Would it be reasonable for us to have a suspicion that this is goblins? Um, I think with a lore, it, I mean, goblins are pretty common. You're, you know what? You're already heroes. You're already hero level. Um, yeah, you're familiar. I mean, with just the question is really: Would I have run into goblins at all in my in my journeys? Probably never a loon shrine though. So I'm going to make you roll a lore for that. Actually, it's, okay. it, I just saw in theology that loon shrines are under theology. So I'm going to make you roll a mind theology. Oh, there you go. How about that? There it is. DN4-2. Two. Uh, two successes. <clears throat> two as well. Five and a six. Yeah, uh, both of you, like, sort of, like, rubbing your eyes now, getting your senses, and you have, like, the, like, just a, like, um, this sort of, like, weird clarity now. You're just like, gah. Um, you stare at this. This is a loon shrine. Um you you be you you know all the stuff that we know as players of of Age of Sigmar about Gloomspite essentially um you know not the super metadata but you know that Gloomspite gets are a thing goblins are a thing uh they worship you know that a particular section of them worships something called the bad moon they tend to build these shrines outside their like caves and stuff um you have stumbled upon one of their shrines and yeah here you are well, this is a little too close to uh, Anvil Guard. Two days, yeah. I mean, they don't pose any threat to the city. This wouldn't be enough of them here. But no travelers. Although, where? How far are we from the road? I don't know. Where is the road? Big Winter. I just don't know. That way, and he points sort of unhelpfully in a direction. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um. It doesn't take long before you hear, like, just this weird sort of, like, scream. Just like, Gah! and then just like, bam, right in front of you uh, lands a, uh, sort of, like, true to form, a, a, a goblin draped in sort of, like, classically, like, black robes rimmed with, uh, in this case, actually, like, like, sort of orange patches and, like, rough, uh, sort of, like, crescent and peaks and stuff like that. Uh, the hood is back. Uh, he's got a sort of a wicked sort of serrated dagger on his belt. Um, his lance is like stuck up at a tree off to the side. You can see, uh, and on his back, he has a weird sort of, uh, just a weird shaped ax with like six strings that go between the hilt and the haft. Okay. Is, does he, is he on a squig? Is he uh, on a hopper? You can see the squig actually like hopping over like after him and like comes over and like starts licking his face and like goes to bite him a little bit and he's like, ah, ah. And he points it. Bad sleigh pool. Bad sleigh pool. He says, and like it, like goes back and like no, and like licks him like nicely and like kind of helps him up. Yeah. Uh, hello. <laughs> he says Hi. he's just sort of standing in front of you all. This yours. Hello. I found it. He says, and he like drops down in front of it. Oh, I found it. Ah, oh, I'm getting. I'm going to get a promotion. Or maybe they'll finally let me take vacation. Is that okay? So this isn't yours? Does anybody live here? Ah, uh, no, no. This is this is Supreme Skitter Shaman Axelrot Eight Eyes. It's his. But Does he live in there now? He looks like kind of around the corner. I hope not. We've distracted them successfully. He says, Loon Boss Beastos is going to be so proud of me. Would You're going a little be mad if we burned it down? <laughs> yeah, can we burn it down? We should probably well, burn it down. It's mostly made of rocks. No, 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 no. No, there's an important message. And he starts rifling through, like, the mushrooms. Important message. He's like, I'll finally get 
finally get the promotion, he says. And he just doesn't even seem to... He hasn't yet processed the day treason. Uh-huh. Or... Uh-huh. Um... Uh, he said, I'll, I'll leave. Is there like a, is there like the cave entrance? It, it's the it's not exactly out front of the cave entrance. You can see sort of beyond. There's some brush, and then you can see like a mound. You know, with just on the other mm-hmm. side of it. Um, mm-hmm. You might say it is a zone away. Okay. So. Hello. Um, Anybody home? You can see like uh, you'll note. Uh, that you can actually see some webbing coming from that cave entrance as well, by the way. You can see, like, the oh. little sort of silvery tinsels of webbing and stuff. Um, he uh, turns around. He's like, I... Oh, um... <clears throat> and he, he grabs this weird sort of shaped axe with the strings on it, and, like, he brandishes it, but then he flips it upside down and, like, holds it this way with the axe uh-huh. up against his stomach. He's like, don't come any closer! Okay. Wait. He says, "You're I, not. I, I, <laughs> you're not the dead." He's like, "You're not the dead mood skulk mob." Nope. I don't know what any of the things you're saying are. Like you're saying words, but none of them make any sense. I haven't understood anything you've talked about thus far. Oh. Um. <clears throat> um. He like slides the axe back onto his back. Um. Uh. I am. Uh. Skizgar Rockhopper, uh, forward knight of Lundbos Bistas' Noghide Stoas. Are you understanding a word this guy's saying? I, uh, I've been zeroed in on, on Slaypool, this cute, adorable pet he's brought along with it. I'm slowly walking close it, closer to it, attempting to pet all right. Whatever slave is. All right, it goes to chomp your hand off immediately. You pull it back, and then it, like, licks your hand. That's just there with his, like, huge oversized tongue that, like, gets the whole hand and then, like, up onto your arm and stuff. I, I offer it some uh, some, some food. <laughs> so a bit of ration. Yeah. Um, eats it greedily. Just... <laughs> and it, like, sort of, like, tr- like, sort of roots about, like, a... Almost like a hog of some sort, like, in the dirt around where the, the leavings fell. And uh, afterwards, around to Skig after realizing he just spoke to me about two minutes ago. I, sorry, what what was going on? Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> I understood the word knight, so I got that. So you're some kind of knight. Is that what I'm making out here? Yes, uh, forward knight. Uh, a a scout, but cooler. He says. <laughs> okay, now we're getting somewhere. We got to avoid these weird goblin words you keep using that don't make any sense. All right, so you're some kind of scout, but a knight. That's fine. So, like, are you in a fight with the, whoever lives here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's a... Uh, engagements are forthcoming. Okay. <laughs> he tries to sound human. <laughs> or, like, I know he's talking to a skaven, but... Sure. Okay. Well... Uh, good luck then. I mean, great. Yeah. So, uh, we're going somewhere else, but I'm happy that you guys, you found it. Congratulations. I hope you get your promotion. Um, <laughs> Lanessa? I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding Slaypool in like a hug and I stare at this. Oh, it's like, it's a total like chibi plushie at this point. It just goes like squishy and okay. it's like tongue comes out the side and its eyes are like... I- I turn around. I, I, I have I have found this pet five minutes ago, but I will die for it. <laughs> well, well, maybe we can find you one of your own. That one belongs to him. You can't steal his pet. No, no. Who's him? No, no. Who's him? Sli- <laughs> like, oh, I, I look at him slowly. I'm, I'm squeaking one, one arm, slowly pull out my obsidian dagger in the other. And who are you? Uh... I'm not paying attention at all to what happened. Squizgar Rockhopper. He's a scout. That's what we were just covering. I, anyway. If I yeah, get my ahead. promotion, then, then I get vacation. And if I get vacation, I can do what I've always wanted to do. Eat candy and play music. And he look, look, looks up. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to have goals. Um, 
<clears throat> this doesn't really seem like it's the business of the God King, so uh, I feel like you guys are on your own here. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, good luck in your war, I guess. Hold on. I slowly sit down, Slaple. I, I, I it it maps you. It just it, <laughs> like it just you get the like the tongue in your whole face. By the way, it, it is huge, but like in the right scene, it, you just squish it enough, you know, to where you can hold it anyway. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, uh... They're made out of squish and teeth. That's all they're made out of. <laughs> you, you, you have a you have a wonderful pet here, but uh, as much as I love him, I will not take him from you because that's the joy of of. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. no, Slaple. But is there more inside? Is there more inside? If I go in there, can I get my own? No, no, no. Slaypool is not. You don't understand. He's not my pet. He's my bassist. He says, and he looks over, <laughs> and he just goes, and then it just does the meb, meb, and like its tongue comes out, but there's like a like almost like a frog like sort of like bassy twang in the background. Mm-hmm. But okay. is there more inside that cave? No, 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 no. Only arachnorocks in there. Okay, we can leave. It's an arachnorock. Big spider. Very, oh. very mean. Alright. Back to uh, fire plan. Set this on fire. Yes. Well, like I said, good luck with your war then. So, I mean, unless there's some assistance you need from the God King. Are you... Uh, you're a knight, so certainly you must be familiar with Sigmar, who has many knights in his, uh, at his service. Uh, Squigmar? No. Sigmar. There's just no Q S in it. Squigmar. Sigmar. Squigmar? I think we're saying the same thing. <laughs> Sounds the same to me. <laughs> um, look... Uh, you're huge, he, he says, like, pointing over at the ogre. Uh, can you help me with this? <laughs> and he just, like, points at the huge rock. What do you need help with? Take it. It's got a message. We're supposed to take a rock? It's a special rock. Where are we taking the rock? That way. <laughs> he says, and he just points. Could we just, I mean... Can we just roll this rock? Wait, 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 wait. You want a slate pool of your own? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Help, yes. help. I guess, I guess this is a thing we're doing now, so help, apparently, help, yes. Help Swizgar with the rock. I walk over and attempt to pick up this rock. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a loon shrine. It's not, it's I not as, damn it. It's not as amazing <laughs> as, uh, as, as it would be on the table. Like it's a, it's, it's, this one is recent. You can tell it's, you know, uh, mm -hmm. chiseled and stuff like that, and it hasn't quite even settled in on its little pedestal. Um, so this is a thing you could theoretically pick up? The ogre. Like this, the, the, the ogre could theoretically yeah, pick up. Yeah, big winner could pick it up. Being would be capable uh, of picking up. So it, it's the one from the, uh, what, third edition set? The little baby one? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's certainly impressive to, to uh, Squizgar, the, you know, the goblin. But to okay, an ogre, so, it's just like a backpack that's like crescent shaped and kind of cool. Sure. So it's like uh, carrying the Buster Sword for him, you know. Sure, sure. So where do you need us to take this thing? This way, this way, this way. We'll avoid the battle. I know a path. An honorable knightly path, he says. You really need one of these pets. Your mind's cast back to him, uh, uh, to Lanessa befriending the Hydra. <laughs> you really want one of these? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, it's going to take us a little while longer, probably, but all right. Fine. If that's what you want, then we'll get that. Then we'll let's go find you one of these things. <laughs> and uh, the annoyance in Skig is enough for me. Uh, we can call it there. Uh, <laughs> as you begin to go on Squizgar's crazy side quest. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> I'm happy to help a weird goblin, a weird goblin musician with his strange quest. If it means that somebody gets a squig, that's cool. That sounds fun. 
Um, it doesn't seem to directly conflict with anything that Sigmar would decree, so it's fine. Well, I just, I just love that, Andrew, you have to make full characters out of obvious things we should just probably kill. Because you know we're going to be like, hey, how you doing? I I will tell you about... <laughs> yeah, this is more intentional, but just in general, like, you're just like, oh, they, they could befriend anything. Okay. Well, I, I had this problem with uh, with my D&D group that ran for the, the three-year campaign. They kept talking to my bosses rather than just like fighting the obvious. So I had to I had to go Pan's Labyrinth with them, with the bosses. I'm like, you should kill this boss because like... So I had to do thing like the Pan's Labyrinth. You remember the scene where he just like slashes the dude's throat with a razor? I had to do really overt stuff with the bad guys. Just fight them, but like they they bartered with the Swamp Witch, which was like I did like a super classic Swamp Witch take, and ended up one of the characters ended up marrying her because she was a secret dragon. Like just like super tropey stuff, and like the party refused. Like they have two Beholder friends in that party because they just talked to him. One Beholder was just basically an evil librarian, and they're like, wait, if we play if we placate the evil librarian and just like don't do the stuff adventurers normally do which is come in and steal all the books and stuff then like then like we can help each other out because when things are intelligent you can you can talk to them and when you talk to them like like it yeah an army of gits is something you fight because they're an army they're made for war a single git is something interesting you could talk to it's not weird yeah Hmm. yeah and i think there's there's something uh sort of humanitarian in that um you know we talk about like world war one uh where like they just like you know they ran out of ammo and they just start playing soccer with each other and and the commanders are just like screaming at each other to like get back in the trenches as your enemy and i think that like once you take away the kind of the the fog of war you can and i think there's something poignant with what's going on currently you can get along again sure sure so so take away the fog of war and and interact with each other folks um, I was really excited to, to do the filler adventure where you got uh, the high on shrooms, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a right out of the cowboy bebop playbook. <laughs> sure. I, I know we probably should have like seen that coming, but like when you started doing that, I was like, I know where this is going. I'm not upset. I'm just mad that I didn't even realize it, that we've just been collecting mushrooms this whole time <laughs> and letting them sit. <laughs> It's inevitable. If you're in the mortal realms, you're eventually going to accidentally get high on goblin mushrooms. That's just that's just an inevitability. Also, this was foreshadowed by the very first adventure where we started in the like the halfway point of the adventure. You were getting the special mushrooms or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so so it's it, this is what we call a callback to that first very 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 first adventure, sort of like prologue. Um, sure. And, and now we're explaining why there were goblins nearby, and so no wasted effort here, folks. Um, the Hot Springs adventure will happen later, though. Uh, h- uh, hang on. There'll be a carnival one and a Hot Springs still. Where, where Lanessa will put on more clothes and she wears a one-piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you go swimming, you suffer, for some reason wear an entire one-piece bikini. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Are you you calling my, my Gitz impression was a Grover Gitz? Like, I sounded like Grover a little bit? Probably. <laughs> um all right um anything you you guys want to say before we uh we close it for the evening um without the without the full party i didn't want to do a a full adventure it's a nice little fun setup lanissa i i like i think skig likes lanissa i think he likes everybody in the party except the dwarf who's too standoffish (laughs) like he likes myriad because myriad is weird and he finds Myriad's like weird struggle to find her personality interesting. He likes Lanissa because she's faithful. She's faithful to the wrong god, but at least she's faithful to somebody in the pantheon. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah. And uh, and he likes Big Winner because Big Winner is a likable guy who want, who who's the, he's got the brass tacks of the world down. There's, there's things. Sometimes you stab him. Most of the time you eat him. It's pretty reasonable. He's got a reasonable point of view on the world. Well, I. I was I was actually really hoping that 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 Haywa was here for this adventure because I was going to completely have him as the essentially like playing the quote unquote straight man in the humor, right? Because he's just watching the party trip balls because he, yeah. he he eats the mushrooms and they do nothing. Yeah, yeah, he they don't do anything to him. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I thought that would have been a fun counterplay, um, but 
like, just protecting the party. And, like, his thing is, like, he's actually, like, chopping through this horrible woods to, like, wrangle the party like children. And, like, it's just, like, you just cut to his face. It's just, like, super grim and, like, frowning as there's just stuff splattered all over him as he's had to, like, fight man-eating plants and crap. <laughs> like, to protect the party as they're just like, woo! But, but he's... he's- He's our friend enough that he just lets us go about it. He just keeps us safe. He doesn't stop us or restrain us and be like, just put him underneath something heavy and let him, let no, him walk no, it he, off. He understands eating really good food, too, you know? Like, he gets it. Like, sure. <laughs> so, I thought... I, I, I'm sad that we missed that that RP, but everyone put it in your head cannon. Just imagine, like, Daddy Big Winter having to, like, wrangle them as they, like, trip balls through the woods. <laughs> absolutely alright well I'm sure we'll have a third person back next week and we can pick up and go on our goblin adventure here yeah yeah there you go um, everyone thank you for watching us tonight uh, remember chat gang you are the show within the show the reason we do this thing uh, we'll see you hopefully next week with a with a, a more full party for you and uh, we can get into the, 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 the goblin side quest and see where this takes us good night everybody Hey, everybody.